Welcome to the Success in Education podcast. My name is Dud Dickerson, and I am here uh, today, as always, along with my co-host and my wife, Alicia. Hello, Alicia. Hi, everybody. Glad you're back. Yeah, we're glad to be back with everyone. We're glad you're here tuning in. Our podcast is an outreach of our business, which is the Success Center, a micro school and tutoring center, full service tutoring center. We are located in Goose Creek, South Carolina, just outside of Charleston. And as educators and as parents, we understand and appreciate the topic very much that we're bringing to you today, which is navigating the parent teacher conference. And we're going to tackle this a little bit today. There's no way in one podcast episode we can go into a deep dive and and cover everything there is to say or know uh, about the parent-teacher conference. But we're going to just kind of give you some of the basics Um, and uh, and realizing that this is a topic we're going to have to come back and revisit some more in the future. There's a lot of moving parts to this, and there's a lot of different angles to this. And um, But we will talk more about it in the future. But today, on this episode, we really just want to kind of share some of the basics. Uh, Because as educators in the classroom for decades, and as teachers, as a guidance counselor, we understand what the the teacher-parent-teacher conference is about. We understand it from both sides as educators and as parents. Uh, When our uh, children were younger, they're grown now, but when they were younger, having to be in uh, those uh, conferences. So what we want to do today, Alicia, is to share with everybody some of the basics that we believe are helpful uh, for parents going into those um, conferences with their teachers. So um, there's going to be six things that we're going to cover today, and we'll just introduce them to you one at a time. Alicia, first thing that we're going to talk about in regards to the parent-teacher conference is what? Preparation. Yes. So don't just go say, oh, I have a conference today at 10 o'clock and walk in and sit down and just be there. I mean, it is important that you go. If the teacher requests a conference, then absolutely go to that conference, set up that meeting, but go prepared, Mm -hmm. have some questions, have some concerns, write them down so that you don't forget what you wanted to talk about. Because inevitably in any kind of meeting, if we're not prepared with the questions and the concerns that we have, we will forget something. And then we'll walk out of the door, get in the car and head home and say, oh no, we never talked about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So just write them down and don't be afraid to ask those questions. Uh, the teacher's not going to be afraid um, to share mm-hmm. their things, their concerns. So you be uh, ready and willing to ask the questions and the concerns too, so that at home, you know what's happening in the classroom as well. Right. And, you know, another thing also, just to tag on to what you're saying here, and that is make an appointment. Don't just walk into the teacher's classroom, drop run off little Johnny and say, yo, can I talk to you for just a minute? Because can I talk to you for just a minute can turn into 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes. And your teacher is trying to get uh, prepared, ready for the day, get, you know, get everything settled, uh, ready to start class. 
and that's just not the time or the place to do it. So really, uh, you need to come prepared, but you also need to come prepared when it's been prearranged to have the conference so that you're ready as a parent and the teacher's ready uh, to discuss those things with you. So uh, the second thing is um, to come prepared with your concerns and come prepared to listen. Um, and this is so important. Obviously, as a parent, there's nobody that's going to be a better advocate for your child than you. But um, what you also have to realize is um, uh, you want a holistic approach. You don't want to just go off of uh, what your child is saying about what's going on. You want to hear from the teacher or teachers, uh, whatever the case may be. But you need to come prepared to address your concerns, which is obvious, but also you need to come prepared to listen. And uh, most likely you've already heard your child's version of what's going on, whatever the issue might be at hand, but perhaps you haven't heard the teacher's side. So be it an academic issue, uh, be it a behavior issue, come ready to hear from the teacher and what your teacher has to say. So that it's not an us versus them, it's us and us working together towards a common solution and goal in the best interest of the child. Yeah, and I was thinking about that as we were going through the with specific questions and then also make an appointment, come prepared to listen. Also, if you're going to make an appointment, if your child comes home and they're really frustrated about something and they're worked up and they get you worked up, also remember to take a few minutes, maybe a day mm -hmm. before you make that appointment. Don't go in there with all your guns ablazing, you know, because mm -hmm. there are always a number of sides to all the stories and what's going on and what's happening. And if we don't take a minute to see all the sides mm -hmm. and prepare ourselves that way, nothing really good's going to come out of the conference at all. No, it's not. And you're going to, you're going to leave frustrated. The teacher's going to be wondering why, you know, that's 30 minutes. They won't ever get back kind of thought, you know, well, in like, 30 minutes, you won't get and back. You either. won't get back either. And nothing good came out of it. So um, in as much as you need to prepare for that parent teacher conference and, and go with specifics, go with questions, go ready to discuss these things. Uh, the teacher also needs the same opportunity to do the same thing you, you, you do and get ready, pull grades, look at behavior report, whatever the case may be in terms of the reason for the conference. Your teacher needs the courtesy of being prepared and ready for the meeting just like you are. And, um, and so this is just one of those things that's really uh, important, which leads us to uh, yes. the next thought here. I think this is probably my favorite little pointer for today, mm -hmm. and that is collaboration. Um, all things work better when we're working together Right is kind of the best way to look at that. And once you've had that meeting, you've talked about your concerns, the teachers shared their concerns, the next step needs to be, what are you and I going to do together to best help my child? Mm -hmm. Because that ultimately should be the goal of all education, that the teachers and the parents are working together to do the best thing for the children. Mm -hmm. So what kind of collaboration? This is what we want to see happen. This is what I'm going to do. This is what the teacher's going to do. And together, 
we're going to help our child, this child, my child succeed. You know, a united front also helps the kid know that there's not one person behind the classroom door doing and saying one thing, and then he can run home and tell mama or daddy something different, and there's mm -hmm. not going to be a support. You're going to support the teacher. The teacher's going to support you. And together, your child will come out better for it. Right. And it's just, it's, just think of it as just the united front that you as, par as parents, you need to have with your child. And the same concept applies with your teacher. So you just uh, collaborate, have a plan, work it, and uh, know that, you know, there might be some pushback from the child, but that's okay. Uh, because when you're on the same page with your teacher, there's nothing that's better in terms of how it's going to work for your child. And you may have to, you might have to work through a few difficult days to make it happen, or they might test those boundaries, or they might try to challenge that um, that partnership that you have uh, formed with your teacher, but you just have to stick to the plan and make it work. Um, another um, item that um, we would like to address as it relates to the parent-teacher conference is simply this, and this is don't put your teacher on the defense. Uh, and Alicia's already kind of referred to it just a little bit already, but don't put your teacher on the defense. Uh, you leave mama bear at home, leave papa bear at home. And sometimes, you know, in the heat of the moment, you're upset, you're angry. It's like, okay, we studied for two hours last night and Johnny came, you know, took the math test and failed or something happened or you feel like maybe uh, your child was wrongly accused of something, whatever the case may be. Well, uh, you set up that appointment, make the appointment, go to that conference, but, you know, leave mama bear, leave papa bear at home. Um, you are, as I've already stated, you are your child's best advocate, but going into the teacher meeting angry is only going to make matters worse. It's going to put your teacher in that defensive mode and um, it's just not going to end well. So uh, as best you can, and Alicia, you know, she made a very valid point, a great suggestion a moment ago about just wait 24 hours or, you know, wait 48 hours, have the meeting, talk it out, you know, get with your teacher, discuss your feelings and, and discuss it from your perspective. Uh, but sometimes just waiting for a little cooling off is going to be a good thing to do. And uh, in the long run, it's going to be better for you. Uh, to do that. You don't want to damage that relationship with your teacher, especially say, for example, early on in the school year and damage it irreparably so that you're going through the entire school year now with a strained relationship that is difficult, it's stressful, there's a lot of tension. You don't want that. You don't want that as a parent. And I can tell you, uh, we can tell you as educators, uh, we don't want that with your, with you as a parent. So sometimes you just have to allow yourself a little bit of a cooling off period. If, if something has bothered you or angered you or whatever, and it's just in your best interest to do it and your child's best interest to do it. And, uh, just kind of, you know, cool your jets a little bit, right? Yeah. I think that's a really, really good, uh, point. Um, 
if anybody in any situation, if somebody comes barreling in the door and mm -hmm. has all the things to you do this and you do this and you do this, they don't have any other recourse, but to kind of put up a shield or fight back and, um, or make it seemingly look like they're fighting back when we can do a lot of things a whole lot better than that with good adult conversation. I sometimes jokingly tease with parents that, of uh, students that I work with and say, um, I promise that I'll only believe 50% of what they say to me about you. If you promise to only believe 50% of what they say about me to you, and then right. we can talk about the rest because yeah. then we can come to an, a meeting of understanding that kids don't always see things the same way grownups do. And if we take their perspective, we're giving, we're not giving the adults in the room the opportunity to have a real honest to goodness grown-up conversation about what's best for the child. They don't always know what's best for them at certain times in their life. So mm -hmm. we have got to be partners in finding out what is best for them. Right. So it's, that's such a great, um, great tip uh, on that point. There's no need to belabor it really anymore. But, you know, uh, just work in harmony with your teacher and uh, it's going to be so much better. All right, so we're going on to uh, point number five, and we're going to be talking next about transparency. Transparency, right. Yeah, so just be open, be real, you know. Um, but And remember, too, that the teacher you're walking into their classroom or the office, wherever you're having the meeting, that teacher could be working with 30 students a day or 100 or more students a day. And so they've got a lot of conferences. They've got a lot of papers to grade. They've got a lot of things happening in their life. And so come in, be open, be ready to uh, talk about what you have to share and be real about it. Don't, mm -hmm. don't skirt around and, and tiptoe, but just say, look, this is what I'm concerned about. We, do our homework and we're still not doing well in school. We don't understand, you know, how can we figure out what the disconnect is? Or John says, this is what's happening in the classroom. Is that really what's happening in the classroom? Or I'm really frustrated because I don't know what else to do. Sometimes parents feel like I'm really frustrated. I don't mm. know what else to do. And your teacher, your child's teacher might be just the person who knows exactly where to send you for another helper mm -hmm. or advocate right. for you and your child. So don't hide things under the surface that might be really important in the conference. Share those things mm -hmm. and um, hoping that you get some uh, help and, you know, pointers to for how to help your kid. Right. And, and the old saying goes, knowledge is power. And I think sometimes, you know, the more we're able to share what's going on and, 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 uh, help put things in context, you know, as an educator, we know this over the years, we've experienced it so many different times. It's like, well, you notice a, a, as a teacher, we might notice a difference in the behavior, behavior of a child or, you know, it's like, well, they're not being their, their normal self. And so sometimes it's like, well, what's going on? Um, you know, kind of a term we've used before, Ubam, underlying behaviors are needs. 
you know, so if the behaviors are different, there's, there's something going on there. So underlying behaviors are needs and, uh, you know, there's just something that could be going on in the home that, um, is, you know, got, has your child, you know, kind of off their game a little bit. So communication is so important. Be transparent. Offer your perspective is a great way to do it. All right. So the last tip we want to give you today on this podcast episode is just simply this. Keep the lines of communication open. Keep those lines of communication open. Um, you know, we're not necessarily, we're not suggesting that you overwhelm your teacher with, you know, filling up their inbox three times a day, but do stay in touch with your child's teacher. Let them know what's going on. Share information as it relates to your child, what's happening, uh, things that, you know, might be important for them to know. Uh, things affect, you know, Alicia was talking about how sometimes students at younger ages, they don't know how to process things like we do as adults, but life events happen. Things happen in their lives and they don't always know how to express it or uh, share what's going on, but keep those lines of communication open between you and your teacher, share information with your child's teacher, things that you feel like they should know, respond in a timely uh, manner to the communication they're giving you. Check your email, respond to your email. You know, sometimes that's a source of frustration on the part of the teacher. It's like, well, I communicate with you. I communicate with the parents of the class every week. I send out an email newsletter. Uh, why aren't Why aren't you checking it? Why don't you know what's going on? And so sometimes uh, things are happening, but um, the breakdowns are happening because we're not doing our part. So um, check your emails, respond to your emails, stay in touch with your teacher. Always keep the lines of communication open uh, because really at the end of the day, too much information sometimes is, you know, we don't want to be overwhelmed with it, but the more your teacher knows, the better. And on the flip side of that, the more the parent knows, uh, the better uh, for everybody concerned. So um, after being an untold number of parent-teacher conferences, Alicia, over the years, we know that it can be a very productive time. Yes, it can be very productive when we go in prepared and ready in each side, but it can also be stressful. Yeah. Um, the nerves get a little bit of overwhelming, especially if your kid is struggling in school and that's stressful for you. But if you will go into the meeting, come out as two like-minded people that have a goal of helping your child, it can be the most productive time and really, really help your kids succeed in school. Right. And we just want this to be, you know, share from our experience, things that can help you in that meeting and uh, help it to be uh, successful, productive. Things are being accomplished. Plans are being made. Plans are being followed. You're helping your student to achieve and to succeed. And this is what it's all about. So, uh, you know, so we're just wanting to share our perspective, both as uh, educators and as parents, because we, we've been in the shoes of both. And uh, and so we just want this to be helpful to you. Now, in the future, we're going to come back to this topic because obviously we have not exhausted everything, you know, uh, that we can say about this topic. But for now, 
We hope this uh, podcast today has been very helpful to you and that you have uh, come away with some insights and perspectives that can help you going forward. And so um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, We would love to hear your comments, your questions, or your suggestions for future podcast episodes. And so we would just like for you to email us. Um, And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address for the podcast is simply that podcast at the success center GC at gmail.net podcast at the success center GC.net and um, with your comments and questions. So thank you so much for tuning in today. We really, really appreciate it. We appreciate you being a part of our audience where, you know, we just launched and trying to get it growing. So your help is greatly appreciated. So if you enjoy what you're hearing on this podcast, uh, if you would, just please be so kind, share it, share it across your social media platforms, share it with your friends, friends, share it with your fellow educators, teachers. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. So uh, another episode is, is done here, but we thank you again so much for tuning in and Until next time, we just want to wish you a very successful day.